Good morning, everyone. This is Ricky Warren, pastor of Roberts Grove, bringing you our morning devotion. Today's date is Friday, June the 12th, 2020. I'll be reading a centering uh, devotion from the Divine Hours this morning first, and then we'll be reading a uh, selection of three scripture passages from the Psalms, the Old Testament, and the New Testament. And then we'll have a uh, prayer guide that we'll refer to and guiding you through your uh, personal time of prayer after these centering uh, devotions and centering text. If you'd like to read with me in your scriptures um, when we get to that point, I'll give you those scripture references so that you'll be prepared. Our Old Testament scripture reading will be first and it's from Exodus chapter 6, uh, 28 through Exodus 7, 13. Exodus 6, 28 through 7, 13. Our New Testament reading will be from the Gospel of Mark. Mark 7, 1 through 13. Mark 7, 1 through 13. And the Psalm will be Psalm 100. Let's begin with our um, centering devotion. And it is a reading, uh, a compilation of selected uh, related readings to guide us in a centering time and uh, these readings are mostly from scripture and from prayers of the church. We'll begin with the call to prayer um, from the divine hours and the references um, that I'm using, the resources that I'm using are all, there are links to all of these in the posting that goes with this devotion. We'll begin with our call to prayer from the divine hours. Psalm 66, 4 says, Come now and see the works of God, how wonderful he is in doing toward all people. The request for presence is from Psalm 90. Satisfy us with your loving kindness in the morning, so we shall rejoice and be glad all the days of our life. And the greeting from Psalm 106. Save us, O God, and gather us from among the nations, that we may give thanks to your holy name and glory in your praise. And the repeated refrain for these devotionals today. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Our reading is from John 15, 9 through 13. Jesus taught us, saying, I have loved you just as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my own joy may be in you and your joy complete. This is my commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. No one can have greater love than to lay down his life for his friends. And the refrain. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Righteousness and peace. 
They do have to go together. Psalm 19, 7 through 11. The law of the Lord is perfect and revives the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure and gives wisdom to the innocent. The statutes of the Lord are just and rejoice the heart. The commandment of the Lord is clear and gives light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean and endures forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, more than much fine gold. Sweeter far than honey, than honey in the comb. By them also is your servant enlightened, and in keeping them there is great reward. The refrain for today, mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. The cry of the church, Lord, have mercy on us. Christ, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on us. Will you pray with me the Lord's model prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Our prayer appointed for the week in these devotional readings O God, from whom all things proceed, grant that by your inspiration we may think those things that are right, and by your merciful guiding may do them. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. And the concluding prayer of the church Lord God Almighty and Everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin, nor be overcome by adversity, and in all we do direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hopefully, being more centered, we are more prepared to fruitfully read God's Word together. I invite you to turn in your scriptures to our scripture reading today. We'll be reading from the Old Testament book of Exodus, chapter 6, verses 28, through chapter 7, verse 13. And then, the New Testament Gospel of Mark, chapter 7, verses 1 through 13, and we'll conclude with a psalm reading. Psalm 100 will be our final passage of Scripture.
Let's begin in the Old Testament, Exodus 6, beginning with verse 28. On the day when the Lord spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt, he said to him, I am the Lord. Tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all that I am speaking to you. But Moses said in the Lord's presence, Since I am a poor speaker, why would Pharaoh listen to me? The Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you like God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron shall be your prophet. You shall speak all that I command you, and your brother Aaron shall tell Pharaoh to let the Israelites go out of his land. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and I will multiply my signs and wonders in the land of Egypt. When Pharaoh does not listen to you, I will lay my hand upon Egypt and bring my people, the Israelites, company by company, out of the land of Egypt by great acts of judgment. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand against Egypt and bring the Israelites Israelites out from among them. Moses and Aaron did so. They did just as the Lord commanded them. Moses was 80 years old and Aaron was 83 when they spoke to Pharaoh. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, when Pharaoh says to you, perform a wonder, then you shall say to Aaron, take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh and it will become a snake. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did as the Lord had commanded. Aaron threw down his staff before Pharaoh and his officials, and it became a snake. Then Pharaoh summoned the wise men and the sorcerers, and they also, the magicians of Egypt, did the same by their secret arts. Each one threw down his staff, and they became snakes. But Aaron's staff swallowed up theirs. Still, Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he would not listen to them, as the Lord had said. So God begins the process of intervening before Pharaoh for the Israelites. Mark chapter 7, beginning with verse 1. Now, when the Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around him, they noticed that some of his disciples were eating with defiled hands, that is, without washing them. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they thoroughly wash their hands, thus observing the tradition of the elders. And they do not eat anything from the market unless they wash it. And there are also many other traditions that they observe, the washing of cups, pots, and bronze kettles. So the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not live according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? He said to them, Isaiah prophesied rightly about you hypocrites, as it is written, The people honors me, this people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain they do worship me, teaching human precepts as doctrines. You abandon the commandment of God and hold to human tradition. Then he said to them, You have a fine way of rejecting the commandment of God in order to keep your tradition. 
For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, and whoever speaks evil of father or mother must surely die. But you say that if anyone tells father or mother, whatever support you might have had from me is corbane, that is, an offering to God, then you no longer permit doing anything for a father or mother, thus making void the word of God through your tradition that you have handed on. And you do many things like this. So Jesus is um, confronting um, or giving a counter to the confrontation of some of the Pharisees that uh, accused um, accused them of or, or asked the question, why do they eat with defiled hands? Now, of course, in our present day, um, an unwashed hand uh, is is uh, is a terrible thing in many ways um, because of our pandemic. And in normal times, uh, it's not a great thing because we know about germs and those kinds of things. In that time, they didn't have a concept of germs. Um, they, um, they washed because of tradition, religious tradition. It was a good tradition. It helped in a lot of ways, um, uh, ways they didn't even realize. But uh, that's not their point. Their point is that um, these disciples are somehow sinful um, because they're not eating with, um, after washing, they're not washing their hands before they eat. And Jesus is saying, hey, there's nothing wrong with washing your hands before you eat, but that's not the main thing. Okay, there are more important things. And um, don't, don't take something that is uh, a man, a human's uh, interpretation and a practice and make that a doctrine. So we have to be careful about that, especially in these times of uh, different needs and and uh, and change that we're going through uh, to be sure that we are honoring the um, the intent that God has in the practices that we keep. Psalm 100, all lands summoned to praise God. Psalm 100, beginning with verse 1. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing Know that the Lord is good. It is he that made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name, for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. All right, good words for us today to live by and to... Um, order our day by. I hope your day will be good. I encourage you to spend some time now in private prayer. And there is a prayer guide that I suggest. Um, you, If you have a prayer guide that you like, you know, then continue to use it. Um, but the prayer guide that I have suggested here is, um, is helpful uh, to me. And um, on Fridays, the, the prayer guide suggests that we Focus on the practice of spirit-filled prayers, praying uh, from a position of being spirit-filled. Ephesians 6, 18 says, Pray in the Spirit at all times in every prayer and supplication. To, uh, to that end, keep alert and always persevere in supplication for all the saints. Our theme of prayer today is home and family. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Psalm 127, 1. There are prayer prompts to guide you in praying for home and family, and you can 
add those uh, to your own. And there's a personal prayer progression to help you uh, pray God's will for your personal life, your church, and the kingdom. Praying that God will guide you in being involved as, um, as he desires, doing his will in all of those different areas and aspects of life. I've enjoyed my time with you. I hope it's been meaningful and helpful to you. Uh, if it has, uh, send me a note or a message and let me know how these uh, these are helpful. And if there's something different that would be helpful, then let me know that as well. I'd like to get your feedback. God bless you and have a great day.